Uh, welcome to the Running, Intermittent Fasting, and Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker, aka Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We are going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can get you into the best shape of your life. Intermittent fasting will help you turn back the hands of time, regenerate cells, have more energy with less food cravings. And the weight loss? Well, that will take care of itself as we inspire you to keep your nutrition real. So head over to our website and take us up on our seven-day Keeping It Real Health Challenge. With that, you will be added to our Facebook accountability group for free for seven days. Seven days can change your life. Now let's get into this week's show. Uh, welcome to this week's podcast. I'm excited to bring it to you. I really hope, I really wish that I could have recorded this after the 16 mile run yesterday because I was lit. I was on fire. I felt like ET. For those that listen to personal development, Eric Thomas, he be he brings the the heat in his motivational messages. He's a motivational speaker, Eric Thomas. And I felt like during that run yesterday, 16 miles, I didn't listen to not one single musical note. I didn't listen to any podcast. It was just me, the Jersey Shore, listening to the wind, listening to the waves of the ocean. I ran the whole boardwalk. That ran out. I ran on the street. And then back to my vehicle, eight miles out, eight miles back. And it was very rewarding to just be there, listening to the shore, listening to my thoughts, thinking about people that we've, we've helped, and also thinking about someone that said that, you know, they would like to join us, but they need to find their groove, need to find time for themselves. They give to so many other people, but they do not give to themselves. And it got me thinking of this analogy that I'm going to share with you guys today. So our podcast today is going to be laid out just a little different. We usually get into the week that was, but I want to, to get on this soapbox, as it were, and just vent. I don't have this scripted. It's just, I'm just speaking from the heart. And that's how I kind of wish that I was able to just deliver this yesterday. Okay. But I'm going to, I'm getting fired up just thinking about it now. So I'm, I'm getting back into that mode. Here it is, guys. So let, first, before, I, before I, I give you that information, I got I to do something. I got to let those that do not know who I am introduce myself. I am Tadrice Parker, health coach, running coach, been doing it since 2013, have a passion for helping families get together, go for runs, have an online community that you can plug into. We have an accountability Facebook group that you can plug into. We, do, we offer online coaching as well. And we get families together at our local community and we train for 5Ks, half marathons. But the most important thing that, you know, we started off this way, training people to run their first 5K. Some has gone on to their training for half marathons now. Our group is going to be running a 15K over the weekend, which is amazing, which is awesome. But it all starts with your nutrition. 
you have to eat right so that you can perform better, no matter how experienced runner you are. If you can show up to a race and run, you know, a, a 5K in like 20 minutes and you know you've been drinking beer and having, you know, cheeseburgers and stuff like that, listen, how much better would you be if you paid attention to your nutrition? And especially for those that are using running as a way to get in shape. You may lose a lot of weight in the beginning of running without changing your nutrition, but that's only going to last but for so long. You have to match both of them together. In today's podcast, we're also going to answer some questions towards the end of our podcast. One of those questions was, what are your thoughts on pork as protein? And the next question is, how do you get out of the habit of eating breakfast every morning? And so for those that are new to the podcast, it's called running intermittent fasting and weight loss. We talk about intermittent fasting and the powerful effects of it as well. Okay. We're going to answer those questions. And at the very end, we have a special treat for you guys, a special guest. Okay. And we're going to get into that. But now let me really hammer home the point of this podcast. And it is not being afraid. Don't be scared is what they used to say. Don't be scared. Okay. Don't be scared of what? Don't be scared of failing. Being scared to fail is a reason why so many people do not try. Don't be scared to, you know, try to get healthier, okay? Some people may have friends and family that have tried to lose weight and they just feel miserable, like it didn't work for me. And as you talk to them, that their thinking starts to become your thinking, okay? How about being scared to run a longer distance race? You're used to doing 5Ks and you got a, got a feeling like one day I would like to do a half marathon or a full marathon, but I'm scared. Why are you scared? Because I know I can get competitive and what if I burn out? You see what I said there? What if? We play the what if game so much. But guess what? What if you succeed? What if you didn't fail? What if a failure, actually, a perceived failure actually helped you understand, it taught you something? Those are the best moments. Okay, I've ran 11, maybe 12 half marathons so far. And every time I cramped up at miles 11, 12, and 13 in my first few half marathons, they taught me something. What did it teach me? That I went out too fast. You're not used to going out this fast. And it's going to catch up to you at the end. Get some, ca- get some calf sleeves. It helps the compression sleeves. Helps with blood flow. You will not experience cramping after that. Okay? So let's not be afraid to go after our, our vision. When we sit down sometimes or we're in the middle of a day, we have this thought that comes through our mind, a daydream. But you can turn a daydream into reality by not being afraid. Throw out the what ifs. Take those negative what ifs 
And actually, when those negative what ifs come into your mind, counteract it, be present, be conscious of it. Okay, this negative what if just came into my mind. Be conscious, be present with it and say, now let me do the opposite. Okay. What if I can run this half marathon without being ultra competitive? And so I was talking to one of our members this week about that. What if, uh, you know, I get like super competitive and it ends up hurting me? Well, the competitive nature of us comes from ego. And we don't want to feed the ego. When the ego negative mindset kicks in, oh, you can't keep up with this person in this particular race. You know, say you're running a 5K, 10K, half marathon, marathon, and you're you're keeping up with the lady in the pink shirt and there's a guy in the black shirt, right? And you're, you're keeping up with them, but somewhere along the way, maybe they start to pull away from you and your ego kicks in and say, I've been running with them the whole time. I need to catch up with them, right? And that energy that it takes to catch up to them may burn you out. And now you're suffering the rest of the event because you made that, that the ego took over your body at that time. You, we have to be present and conscientious of what our mind is telling us and then regain control. If they start to pull away, so what? They're running their race. It's time for you to run your race. And you can, we can use people as motivation at certain points, but then we also need to also be motivated from within and know why we're doing a particular event. Maybe you're doing it because you just overcame breast cancer and you want to just do something that you haven't done before. The goal is just to finish. It's not to compete against other people, you know? And it's crazy, I know. It's a race. It's called a race. But to me and to many of our members, to many of you out there listening, when you sign up to an event, a lot of times there may be an emotional attachment to that event. And it's not about winning the overall race. Most people that sign up know they're not going to overall win, (laughs) right? And sometimes... uh, Many people will think about winning their age group once they got a little more experience and they, they have won their age group maybe once or twice. So now maybe your mind starts transitioning to this is a race race because I'm going to win. That's a different mindset. Okay. But no matter what level we are in, the information that we're talking about is the same. You know, you want to, you want to have control over your body and over these, this, this mindset that comes in. Don't be afraid to reach for goals, right? Attack it with a strategy, with a plan. Let me transition to this. Fill your gas tank. Before I went on that 16 mile run, my car was a little bit above the quarter tank mark. And I have burned out my fuel pump in this particular car. It, it is an older car. I blew up, blew up my fuel tank because I let the gas run too low. Okay? So I'm conscious of that fact and I go fill it up 
a little bit after a half a tank, right? So I, I noticed that it was like a little bit above the quarter tank. I went to fill it up. And during my run, I started to think, I was like, you know what? There's a person that, a, a new friend of mine that I was talking to and said that they would like to get into running one day, but they have to get their groove back. And I said, well, what's your groove? What does that mean to you? What does finding your groove mean? And to that person, it meant to give to themselves because they are used to giving to everybody else and not themselves. So I was thinking about that and I was thinking about filling up my gas tank and I said, you know what? We can burn ourselves out by not filling up our own gas tank. What do I mean? Wake up in the morning and give to yourself. Fill up your gas tank by means of, and we've talked about this before, that morning routine, okay? Wake up in the morning, have some silence, affirmations, what are your goals for today? Visualize your day. The negative things too, like what, what is going to happen today that may have caused you negative emotions? Well, if you visualize it and see how you can attack it and go about it differently, remember the what if, okay? What if when I see this particular person today or this, the doctor, and what if he says this, or what if he says that? And, and sometimes those things don't even come to fruition. So as you visualize your day, what if this encounter that usually goes wrong actually went right today because you woke up, gave to yourself, and you're going to handle this upcoming event differently than any other time. Then E is for your exercise. Now you can find the time to go for that run, right? Or that walk. That's number, that's the E for exercise. R is for reading. Read something positive. S is for scribing. Journal. Track your journey. Okay? So, that is my motivation for this week okay let's take a break and when i come back we'll talk about the week that was and we will also answer those questions now let's get into the week that was how'd that sound okay so we're gonna get into the week that was but first how was your week what were some things that went well for you last week has any of the tips from our previous podcast enhanced your life at all? I know last week's podcast, Olivia dropped some very good knowledge on what it takes to push yourself to the limit. And so many people were talking about grabbing that running journal that she talked about. You can go back to that episode, go to the show notes. You know, we, we, we provided a link to that journal. Okay. Did you get yours yet? Are you excited to use it? We would like to hear from you. So please connect with me to Dries Parker on Facebook. Message me. You can also submit your questions or comments to Coach to Dries. Um, yes, Coach to Dries at gmail.com. So with us last week, we had a very special week of training. Many of our group members were training for a 15K through a vineyard. Yes, New Jersey has been putting on a series throughout all the different wineries in the area, putting on a 5K and a 15K. Last year, I did the 5K, and I lined up, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, I've never been to an event where the women outnumbered the men. I'm looking like, where's all the men at? So I do my 5K, 
And then afterwards, everyone got some wine tasting. I said, ah, this brought the ladies out. You know, maybe if it was a beer run, maybe, you know, it would have been way more men there. It was it was funny. So a lot of our members are ladies and they are excited to do this 15K. Some of them do not drink wine. Let me make that very, very clear. Some of them don't drink wine, but on the way to training for their half marathon, they're using this 15K as their training. And it's a good idea. I'm very proud of all the members that is taking this on this weekend. Yes, I would love to have a list in front of me to rattle off their names. I know many of them uh, by heart that will be doing it, but I do not want to leave anyone out. So I'm proud of every single one of them. These guys, these ladies, and the, the guys that's actually doing it. We do have two men that will be doing the, the 15K as well. Proud of both of them as well. So we also, on Tuesday, I put our beginners through a test. They had to run or do the best they can for one mile. Now they're beginners. They were in week four of our program. Okay, so I had them take the test. This test will tell us what the best run-walk-run ratio would be for them. We practice the run-walk-run since I've learned it back in 2015. Uh, I've been doing it on my own. And then in 2018, I really started to notice that if members cannot run the whole 5K, some of them will drop out by week four. They, they just feel like they couldn't run three minutes straight or four minutes straight, then let alone running for five or six minutes or a mile straight. So I started to introduce them to the run, walk, run, which helps um, members uh, it's a strategy to help you to run without getting injured and it allows you to regain control of your breathing. And honestly, it's just effective. It's perfect for beginners. So I had them train and, and practice and, and do, you know, we did our warm up. There's some special things that we do to warm up before we take the test. Once they take the test and they turn in a time of 12 minutes, some people may take turn in a time of 10 minutes then we know exactly where to put them on the chart, right? And then they implemented what we did on Tuesday. They implemented, they implemented it on Thursday's training, and everyone enjoyed it. We're currently training on the Ocean City Bridge. It's a massive bridge. They were able to do the run, walk, run right on the bridge, and we had a good time. Okay, so as I was saying that, it's perfect for beginners. But even if you are an experienced runner um, and you're somewhat fast, it works for you too. For example, a person can run a seven-minute mile, right? Well, they would run seven minutes straight, then take a 30-second walk break and repeat that throughout the whole event. And somehow, some way, you will not lose on your time, okay? A person that runs a 12-minute mile would be around 60 seconds on with a 30-second walk break. When I first started... Back in 2015, I was an, around a nine-minute-per-mile racer for my 5Ks. So I was at a two-minute jog with a 30-second walk break. Implementing this has gotten me faster, gotten me some great improvements. I am now, for my 5Ks, at an eight-minute-per-mile, which means I do four minutes on with a 30-second walk break, right? But I'm working on 
a 730, right? How? How am I working on a 730 mile? And how does the test help you find where you place on the chart? So in order to say I can do a 730 on race day, my test time needs to be seven minutes. And so far, my fastest test time has been seven minutes and 11 seconds. So when you take your test, whatever that time is for that mile, you have to add 30 seconds to compensate for actually going over a three mile race. Does that make sense? Okay, so that's why even though I did 711, I can't say that I'm at a seven minute mile yet. I actually have to, or 730. I have to touch seven minutes for my mile test in order to be comfortable enough to put myself on the chart of saying that I'm going to run this 5K at a 7.30 clip, okay? If I ever want to touch that seven-minute mile, right, on race day, then I need to be consistently taking my test and doing a 6.30. Now, if I do that, guys, I am going to be like over the moon because I'm not getting any younger, but yet my times are getting faster. Why? Consistency and also taking my test regularly. The schedule that I'm following now have me take the test every other week. Now, if I go three months without taking a test, I notice that my time starts to creep back up towards that you know eight minute mark, okay? So take the test regularly. You have any questions, again, feel free to ask those questions. They will also be featured in a future podcast. Transitioning to questions, let's go into it for this week. And our first question comes from Ed. And he asks the question, what are, what are your thoughts on pork as protein? So for me, Ed, the answer is it's good. Okay, but like anything else, we need to read the labels and check things out. They call it the other white meat, right? So chicken breast is known for being good, healthy protein. Well, pork is considered the other white meat, and sometimes it gets a bad rap because of all the hormones and, and sodium that is pumped into it. So one of the things that you had mentioned was that you love getting those like pork loins and and cooking those up, right? Well, I suggest getting the unflavored ones and seasoning, seasoning it yourself because you know exactly what kind of, uh, flavoring that you put on it. Okay. I try to avoid the sugars, the grains that's put into different seasonings. So if you pick up a pork loin and it has honey mustard flavoring, we know that it has sugar in it. You know it has d- different colored dyes and things like that in it. You know, I suggest when you do eat pork, get unseasoned pork chops, grill those to perfection, get yourself a, a unseasoned, a unseasoned uh, pork loin, and then season it yourself with healthy things. Speaking of seasoning and marinades and stuff like that, by the way, I subscribed to Thrive. I'm actually going to put a link in the show notes for this as well. And you can get like $25 off of Whole30 approved types of ketchup, um, salad dressings. You know, if you're trying to keep your nutrition real and stay away from processed stuff that has like high fructose corn syrup, 
sugars, uh, you know, the different grains that can be added to seasonings and stuff like that. Thrive is a great place to go to get, um, we've ordered the ketchup, the ketchup, Primal Kitchen ketchup. Oh my gosh, it was so delicious. Like I was kind of, I was kind of worried because I'm like, you know, usually, you know, I eat Heinz ketchup, which, you know, many ketchups back in the day, high fructose corn syrup was the number one ingredient, right? So they're more conscientious of it now. So they take out high fructose corn syrup, but they still add some other type of sugar, whether it's pure cane sugar, whether it's honey, whether it's uh, a different type of sugar substitute. Well, Primal Kitchen makes the, the uh, ketchup and there is no sugar added, no honey, no stevia, none of that stuff. And it's absolutely delicious, like real, real ketchup. The salad dressings are amazing. I actually found, tried for the first time the Thousand Island. Boom, you know. I even found, and I have not barbecued anything on a grill with it, but there's barbecue sauce with no sugar added. And that's just as delicious. I baked some chicken wings as I was watching the, the NFL season kicked off and I was dipping it in the barbecue sauce and the, I actually took the barbecue sauce and the buffalo sauce, combined them together, all approved ingredients. And I was enjoying football, eating healthy wings that's not fried in, you know, canola oil, that's not dipped in flour. It was absolutely great. And I woke up the next morning and ran 16 miles. And what was interesting about running those 16 miles after having wings and stuff like that is that I didn't have any guilt. Sometimes I go on a run and I'm like, man, if I didn't have those buffalo wings last night, maybe I would have done better at this race. Or I mean, maybe I would have done better at this training today. But I'm struggling because I had these heavy buffalo wings dipped in the flour and all that stuff. So just to go back, sorry to digress, just to go back, the pork is good. Just make sure you get unseasoned stuff so that you can season it yourself and have a good time. Now, Phyllis asked this question and she prefaced it by saying, I have a silly question. Let me address that. There is no silly question, okay? But she says, with intermittent fasting, how do you not get up and fall into the routine of eating breakfast? I get up every day. I do the horse. I get up every day. I do the horse, let the chickens out. Okay, so she's, she's on a farm. She has a horse. She got chickens. She walks the dog and have my cup of tea and eat breakfast. And two or three times I said I was going, not to, eat, going to not eat breakfast and I completely, it, it completely skipped my mind because for eight years I've been doing the same routine. I guess maybe a note on a counter would help. So who can relate to Phyllis waking up in the morning and you're just in a routine, right? Some of us got to have that coffee, got to have the cream in it, throw in two pieces of bread into the toaster, maybe scramble up some eggs, maybe microwave a bowl of oatmeal. Like these are things that is just ingrained in us, right? And so to answer her question for me, it's a total mind shift. I use the zero app. Okay, I download the Zero app on my smartphone, my Apple phone that I have. And at the end of the day, I set, I set um, my timer for 16 or 20 hours, whichever one. You can go into the Zero app and you can choose what kind of fast you would like to do. Maybe it's a 13-hour circadian rhythm fast. Maybe it's 13 hours, right? And so you set that 
And then after I'm done eating dinner, I click the button and I'm really, 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 really focused on what time does it say uh, my fast is over. And then that's the way I eat. Okay, so my new routine is not to eat now. It's reprogramming your mind. You can do it. Nice cup of coffee and get busy on doing something other than preparing food. And it's freedom. You'll find yourself buying some time to do other things, right? Taking that time to read. Create new habits. Reprogram your brain by creating new habits, okay? Get your cup of coffee. Go for the walk with the dog. Come back in. Read something, you know, and then open your window when it's time to do so. If you feel as though that you absolutely have to have breakfast first thing in the morning, okay, then set your fast for a circadian rhythm fast where you would maybe stop eating at six o'clock in the morning and then, I mean, I'm sorry, you will stop eating at six o'clock at night and then you break your fast 7 a.m. That's around breakfast time. Or maybe if you are an early riser because you're on a farm and you have to get the chickens done and, you know, six o'clock in the morning, you know, you got to be up, you know, five o'clock in the morning and you got to get the, the animals ready. And it's like they're super early. It's like five, six o'clock. Then, then it's, you know, start, close your window a little bit earlier. Say five o'clock is your finished eating time, dinner time. And now you can open your window at 6 a.m. just in time for breakfast. So I hope that helped. Please, we would love your feedback to let us know whether our suggestions are working for you or not, and we can help you that way as well. So let's take a look ahead. Uh, by the time this podcast dropped, many of our members would have done that 15K. Some of them are signing up to the 5K, and the whole group, Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, is going to represent. I will not be there tomorrow because I am practicing and waiting for my half marathon on September 29th, and I am not going to be able to go on this particular Sunday to uh, represent the Keep Common Run to the Best You, but it is going to be very well represented by all those members that will be doing it tomorrow, so that's the look ahead. Congratulations to you guys. I'm so proud of every single one of you, and I look forward to our trainings on Tuesday and Thursday so that uh, I can hear all about it, your experience, okay? So with that being said, we're going to transition to our final special guest, okay? Let's go ahead and just get into that special guest, okay? Have a great week, everybody. Ah, Welcome to the Running Intermittent Fasting and Weight Loss Podcast. We're going to get right into it today, okay? We have a special guest has been tearing it up, running races like crazy, intermittent fasting, and eating healthy. I mean, no kid does this. He's 10 years old. His name is David Oglestein. David, how are you today? I'm fine. Yes, yes, yes. Please, tell us all about your journey. What got you into eating healthy? Uh... I never did, and I hate running. Like, I really, really hate running. Wait, my, wait, what? Yeah, my dad my dad runs a lot, and I hate running. And then I, I just despise it, and, like, I hate it. And I hate wait, running. Wait, 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 th- this doesn't sound like David. Uh, y- Is this Shaylin? Maybe. Is this Shaylin Parker? Maybe it is. 
arch enemy to, to, to the eating healthy habits? Huh? What are you eating right now, Shaylin? I'm telling you right now. The only running you do is from, is from the couch to the refrigerator. To the no, get them. mom to do that for me. Oh, my goodness. You don't even run to do that? Until I see you again. I am putting you out on the course, and you're running this weekend. You understand me? We'll see about that. Punishment. Now, Shaylin, in all seriousness, you have been thinking about intermittent fasting. You downloaded the day one app, okay? And you also tried to eat only real foods leading up to school. What was the reason? Uh, I just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> that's, the reason why you, that's the reason why you gave up, you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How long did you... <laughs> I, I saw a bag of candy in the store and I just went for it, you know? Wow. You just went for it. No, no willpower it. whatsoever. I just is, it because you're, it. is it because you're 10 years old? Like, what, what's going on? What what made you 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 wanted to do thirty days right? How long did you? No, last? I was gonna I was just gonna do it for a week, and I knew I was only gonna do it. I knew I was only gonna do like whole, whole half day. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the most I've ever gone, probably whole half day. Oh, I I like it. I I, I kind of like it. You know, you gotta start somewhere. You gotta crawl before you're able to to walk. You gotta walk before you're able to run, and. um but tell me about that day one app, because for some reason I came home and you had that rocking and you fasted for like three hours. 16 hours. I fasted so for you... actually 16 hours. There you go. Set the record straight. That's you know good. what I'm saying? It's... That's good, Shay. That's good. And so uh, keep building upon that. And soon you'll be out there running, too. Thanks a lot for being on the podcast today. All right. That's our time for today. Thanks for listening to the Running, Intermittent Fasting, and Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can receive notifications when new episodes are available. Please share this with your family and friends on your favorite social media platforms. If you would like to become a supporter of our show by becoming a Patreon to make a contribution, please visit patreon.com slash coach all Patreons will be mentioned in future episodes. So shout out to Ed Brown, our first Patreon. Visit runtothebestyou.com to grab our free nutritional guide, sign up to one of our seven-day challenges, or to sign up to one of our online training programs for you to be ready for any 5K, half marathon, marathon, it doesn't matter. Remember, the best way to predict the future is to create it. So create an amazing one, my friends. Have a great week.